0: Welcome to The Scoop, brought to you by Indeed, your weekly dose of internal talent news from here and around the globe. So grab your popcorn and open your mind as I hand you over to our anchors from Tarpod, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi everyone, welcome to the scoop. I'm Craig
1: and I am Lauren. Lauren
0: has got the worst case of hay fever oh, in the history it's of Australia.
1: Terrible! It's absolutely terrible. So that's the biggest news on the scoop today.
0: Yep, the pollen count is high.
1: Oh, Melbourne's <laughs> pollen count is insane. I wish to become Bubble Girl. Yeah. Um, okay, so news. Oh, it's for this been week. a big news week this week. It
0: has. We've had to cut some out. We've oh, got so
1: haven't we ever? Otherwise, mm. we'd be going on for hours.
0: Unfortunately, not a lot of it's good news. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when is it?
1: Oh, I know. I you know. go first. Well, I'm going to start with some bad news. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. Nokia, the inventor of the very first flip phone. Yes. Or was that Motorola?
0: Um. Yeah, cause, yeah I think because Nokia had that. The brick. Yeah, the third 3280 or whatever it was called. Anyway. The one that every single person in the world had.
1: Yeah, anyway. The Nokia was the most popular phone in the world until Apple
0: invented the the iPhone.
1: iPhone. So anyway, Nokia are planning to make redundancies of 9,000 to 14,000 staff by the end of 2026.
0: That's a lot of people.
1: Yeah. This is coming from IT Wire. So the company um, has reported a 20% drop in sales um, in the last quarter alone. I didn't even know they
0: were selling anything. What
1: the fuck they sell, to be honest. Jeez. But anyway, well, five G equipment apparently. Okay. So uh, they've got about eighty six thousand employees. They're going to be cutting that down. Um, so it's a pretty big reset. Fourteen thousand. That's a lot to lose mm. out of eighty six. It is. But also, bullhorn being a bit closer to home. Um, their ceo art pappas has uh, said they're reducing their workforce by approximately nine percent that's coming from shortlist and they said they've done everything to avoid cutting staff but the staffing industry like so many other industries has experienced a downturn in comparison with the explosive growth observed coming out of the pandemic says pappas so... Look, Archie poo. Oh, I just, it, it's still happening. There's people losing their jobs left, right and centre. I just think the economy's in a little bit of an uncertain place right now and the political environment around the globe. Mm.
0: But... Oh, there's a I'm, I'm going to jump to, I think, what was going to be my third one. I'm going to jump straight into that because you're talking about the economy. There... Is some life in the fire in investment in HR tech at the moment. There's actually a lot. So probably for the last 18 months to two years investment. Um, so, you know, series B, C, D and yeah. more rounds have dropped right off. Um, an AI talent attraction platform working with the world's biggest employers, the Martic has successfully just raised $8 million to go into Europe and into, um, other parts of the world. It, It um, uses AI to engage external and internal talent to produce and deliver personalized content for working at particular organizations. Um, They're already working with Marriott, Vodafone, Adobe, and Simons. And in addition to that, just this week, um, and this is from a smart company, Aussie HR Tech Employment Hero announced a whopping 263 million capital raise in a Series F. That's huge. It's the biggest capital raise of any company in Australia for the year. Doesn't matter what um, sector it's in. So, wow. um, CEO Ben Thompson says they're going to open doors to a world where talent flows like water through a pipe right to your doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's watch this space.
1: Oh, fuck me and the horse I rode in on, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Very poetic. Christ on a bike. <laughs> what, what,
0: what have you got next? <laughs>
1: anyway, online job vacancies dropped by 2% in September. So advertisements have decreased that's five, by 2%, which is 5,600 job ads, down to 272,900 ads in September, according to the Internet Vacancy Index from Jobs and Skills Australia. And that's following a dip of the 0.4% in August. So year on year, we've fallen by
0: 4.1% across the board Ooh, but the good news oh there's good news <laughs> and what's that unemployment has dropped slightly from 3.7 no we wanted to, it to go up 6
1: i want unemployment to go up
0: you want unemployment to go up yes why because then that brings
1: down interest rates instead steadies the economy
0: yes but we're talking we were just talking about people who might be losing their jobs but unemployment is is on the up there was employment increased by seven thousand people over the month of august and unemployment fell by uh, 19,800. So wait a minute. If employment only increased by 7,000 and unemployment fell by 19,800, so that just means some people can't be bothered to sign on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if you're not signed on, they're not ca- they're not tracking the data. Mm. So we know a lot of people out there because we get calls every week, don't we, from people who are letting go teams and things yeah. like that. So it's pretty tough. It is, and I think that um, oh, look, I just feel for people right now. It's hurting. We're all hurting, mm. and I don't know, we're going to see another interest rate rise before Christmas. Unfortunately,
0: no, we're not.
1: Oh, come on. on. Oh, keep it positive. Oh, you're a betting man.
0: Yes, I am. All
1: right. Would (laughs) you like to have a wee wager on this, Gray?
0: It depends what the wager is. Mmm. Mmm. Let me think about that. All
1: right. I would bet you $100
0: cash. 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 We're playing cash. We're playing with cash. We're playing with cash. Cold, hard cash. cash. That there that will be, you're interest, saying there will be an interest rate rise. Between now and, and
1: Christmas. Okay. And we've got a few thousand people out there who listen to this as our witness.
0: You're on then. You are on. There's your virtual handshake right there.
1: Right there. <laughs> so uh, start saving your pennies, buddy, because I know you're broke. I am too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All righty. I'll go for the next one. Nike is the latest company to up its return to work policy from three days to four. Is this a sign that hybrid work may have been a fake
0: compromise? A fake compromise. Please explain.
1: (laughs) Fake news, (laughs) fake compromises. It's fake, 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 fake. Jesus Christ. Okay, so basically Nike um, have got a new return to work office strategy um, telling employees to just do it. (laughs) 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 I like that one. Okay, so the sportswear brand recently announced that it's moving the needle on the in-office mandate from three to four days starting January twenty-four. So they announced their three days in an office plan in 21 but delayed implementing till 20 the spring of 22, and that is the European spring of 22 mm-hmm. uh, due to the COVID variants. Now they've gone, we want more, we're seeing more power and energy coming into the, and working together in person, and we aim to create more of that as a spokesperson from Nike. But over the last couple of years, I've done a little bit of research, and we're finding at this last year CEOs are fighting to bring people back in to the office fighting fighting words I tell you Gee. they're fighting words but employees are pushing back so this hybrid where are we going to find the happy medium
0: yes where are we going to find the happy because
1: I think I understand people wanting to bring people back. They've got the real estate, the collaboration does work better. I'm a hybrid fan. Three days in the office for me is absolutely bloody perfect. I wouldn't mind if i have to come in for four occasionally, but three works
0: good. Didn't um, our good friend Joel Cheeseman from Chat and Cheese put something out there today? that? Yes. What was that stat? One in four? Only one in four Americans now... Have access to a remote work or work. hybrid work?
1: Well, so right, was it remote work or hybrid? Phew, remote, I, have, I think it was. Should have checked before yeah, I came on air. I, I think it was remote because hybrid's still there at this point in time. So they're finding, uh, but there's quite a few businesses out there and but because they've got this real estate investment, they're really wanting the people to come back. And May Builder did a bit of a survey on this, and they're estimating by the end of 24, 90% of companies will be having everyone back in their office full time.
0: Do, you know do you know what the Victorian government here where we are could do to fix it? They've got this big build project that's going nowhere. They could just push all the local government to rezone all the office to residential in Melbourne. Boom, they've killed two birds with one stone.
1: Perhaps there would be a bit of refurbing to go on there. Just a
0: bit. But, but
1: hey, yeah. So, look, Amazon are doing three days in the, in the office at the moment. And uh, secret squirrels in Amazon at the higher up are sort of saying it's not working, uh, mm. it's not perfect. But the Amazon is such a big behemoth that they've got over 30,000 employees, have signed an anti-return-to-work uh, petition. Gee, so ahead of the mandating, so look, I, I think it's, I think position. hybrid is the way to go, and if that flexibility is working for people, so <laughs> let's see where we land and watch watch this space, because I do know. I, you and I have had discussions around real estate and things recently, and mm. it's expensive.
0: It is. It is. I, I'm I'm definitely seeing more people in the CBD here. Oh, it week has on week. picked up. Yeah. So, um, I think that mind a trend you,
1: Mondays and Fridays are pretty dead.
0: Yeah, they are. They're, well, I would know. I'm never in Mondays or Fridays. You aren't. You no. wouldn't have a clue. Hey, from our good friends at Indeed, mm-hmm. burnout is real. We know. We do know that. Giving your all comes at a cost. What to do when the job you love burns you out? Do I sound all You sound
1: like you've got my hay fever.
0: It's really husky, isn't it? I'll keep talking in my husky voice. So you're in a job you love. You sit next to your work wife. That's me. That's you. You do all the tasks you're good at and you're happy with how far you've come, but you're utterly exhausted and a bit despondent. So what now? Amanda Garden, workplace psychologist for Indeed, says the mood right now among a lot of people is simply burnout it's Mm -hmm. not completely unexpected we're coming up to the end of the year and with this period comes the mad scramble to get everything done before chrissy or the office shutdowns but what can you do when your job is burning you out so you can read all the tips in indeed's workplace psychologist amanda gordon article in mamma mia which we will put in the show notes
1: well there you go and burnout is real because like i know i last time this time last year i hit burnout mode and it, it honestly took me seven or eight months to get through it Wow. It really was not good. That was a big burnout. Well, it was a big burnout. I was Mm. exhausted. A couple of years of working so much. Now, this one, this news article is out of the um, HR director. Now, this one really, I've read it, went, yeah, I get that, and it's a bit of a pointy subject. So this subject in in the current climate, okay, the headline is, Half of employees are afraid of sharing political views a survey finds in HR mm, Director. Mm. Now, this was a pretty big fucking survey, I've got to say. Um we we're talking tens of thousands of people here. So, it goes on, conversation surrounding politics exposes the weakness of workplace culture across organizations, putting employment relationships and overall well-being at risk according to a new report. Mm. Um I'm, I'm t- reading this story in light of what's just gone on with the current referendum here in Australia and yep. some of the big divide that has happened. We've got divide over with what's going on in Gaza at the moment. Yep. There's also the other wars around in Northern Africa, in Eastern um, Europe. We've got quite a bit of conflict that is quite divisive mm. and political and is got a lot of moving parts. And some people... Are feeling that they cannot express their views, yet other people are expressing their views, uh, quite loudly, but are very easy to condemn everyone else. So. Yeah. It goes on to say the e-learning industry found that the majority of employees, being 64%, said they have seen or engaged in politics-based arguments amongst co-workers. Mm. The situation has mm. prompted more than a half of respondents, being 55%, to feel afraid about sharing their political views, out of concern that it could harm relationships with colleagues, and 45% uh, concerned that it could harm their chances of promotion and furthering their career. So I think... Even 29% said they lied about their political um, opinion just to say welcome. I think this just shows, brings back also the argument of companies weighing in on big political aspects of certain things too and taking sides. Um, Then it comes back, are you ignoring what the people on the other side of that political argument in your company are saying just Mm. because the board says this? So I, I think we've all got our views.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think those that love expressing them, just be aware of the people around you, yes, please. Exactly. We've got a lot of shit going on at the moment globally, and a lot of people are taking visible sides. And you've got other people around you who are probably not saying much. So just be aware and just remember to be nice and be mm. conscious of the people around
0: you. And just because you believe you're on the right side doesn't mean that everyone does. And um, people are entitled to their opinion especially if it's a learned one. Um, A
1: girlfriend and I were having a chat yesterday, so shout out to her. She knows who she is. It's basically down to this. You've got your political views. It's a bit like men, we all know you've got a penis, but you don't have to whip it out and show it to everyone.
0: I know people who do.
1: (laughs) And political views are like that. You don't yeah. have to whip it out and show it to everyone. Oh, it
0: makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Hey, last one from me before we go to events um, from Shortlist. Employer in Queensland has been cleared to discriminate against men. Now, that sounds really harsh, but that this was that was the ruling. So an employer has been given a green light to recruit only women after the commission found it was not practical or viable to make adjustments for men to work in their organisation. So it's yeah. a non-for-profit child by choice or children by choice so Sorry. um and the the employer or the the People running the business there told the commission that they provide high quality and unbiased support and information to people experience hardship or distress with pregnancy and noted that 43% of its clients reported having experienced domestic violence, sexual assault or reproductive coercion and most of it was perpetrated by men. As a result, they said many of their clients feared or had trauma response to men and therefore wouldn't feel safe receiving services from men or attending a venue where men were present. So, um... I'm not saying I disagree with it. I'm probably lean towards agreeing with this, but it's it's a does this now set a precedent that could be exploited by some other employers in not the right way? That's that's my well, fear.
1: I see what you're saying. I don't know if it can be because I think obviously this company has had to go to the commission, mm. provide the data, provide the stats, provide the reasoning. There were counter-arguments provided as well. I've read the full article. And I think for somebody to be able to go – be able to get the permission to do this from the commission, you've got to jump through a lot of hoops, which this company certainly has. So I don't think it's going to be someone taking the piss because if someone who wants to really take the piss and discriminate against men or women or whatever, they – to go through and jump through those hoops, there's a lot of work. Are mm-hmm. they really wanting to do yeah. that much work?
0: Well, you know, it's it's a hard job to to become exempt from sections of the Anti Discrimination Act. Oh, totally. Um, and what the commission has done is put a five-year um, review clause into this. So they're going to have to reapply after five and years. That's so fair enough. Yeah, and I think that I think the data will be there to support it. And I just wanted to bring it because I, I, th- I found it incredibly interesting.
1: Well, I found the counter-arguments interesting too. Um, when a man has come up and said that, oh, well, they can answer the phones, they can do all of this, they don't have to be. Well, no, actually, because if you've suffered trauma –
0: well, that almost. Um, you don't
1: want to be reliving any element of that.
0: That kind of attitude almost supports exactly what's gone down here because that is completely, you know, out of touch, that sort of positioning. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, look, it's just, it's I an agree. interesting article, but um, I wonder if there's a can of worms that might be at the bottom of this little.
1: I don't think there is. Hmm. I think there's too many hoops, mate.
0: Events. Do you and, want to go first or shall I?
1: Well, why don't you go offence? We've got events, offence, events, offence. <laughs> offensive I, events. I'm offensive <laughs> events.
0: <laughs> all right.
1: Well, sometimes these events do end up offensive late at night. <laughs> We've been to all of
0: them. <laughs> um Okay, I've got two, and I want you to listen carefully. Listen very, very carefully. There's two meetups coming up in Sydney in November. Firstly, thirteenth of November, a day before Hiring Success Smart Recruiters event, the Sydney Recruitment Meetup is holding a debate on AI in recruitment and TA. Some of the debaters are already confirmed: um, Martin Herbst from Job Adder, Jess Gibson Jones, and Z Lim. Um, so jump on their Facebook group or LinkedIn group to register. Then the following week in November, Sydney Talent Meetup are holding a building for inclusivity, how to attract, support and engage diverse talent event with um, Josh Griffin from SBS, Steph Zanigamar from Canva and Nat Flynn from Equity. Jump up on their meetup page to register Tuesday. because this will book out. Yep, Tuesday the twenty-first. Yeah, the night before ATC.
1: That's right. So you have got two events in Sydney, everybody. So yes. the talent meetup's been around for a couple of years now and is going strong. Um, the recruitment meetup has been around for a lot longer, but was rather had a hiatus. Yeah, had a big long hiatus. And,
0: and they're it, back.
1: Apparently, it's back. So let's see where it lands. Good on both of them for coordinating their events. And, yes. Uh, and it should. There's enough people in Sydney for to for sure. So I have got one for you. The Adelaide recruitment Meetup is the 26th of October. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Get your skates on. I at the historian, aka the histo. The Histo. The Histo in Adelaide. So Straight jump out of Adelaide in the Histo. No, I think you've just got to go on their LinkedIn page to register for that event mm-hmm. and they're running it through there. So jump on there and have a look. Uh, if you're in Adelaide, uh, if you have not been, get on and go. Very good event. Run over there. So I think it'll be fabulous because we'll be t- attending next year. We will be heading over to Adelaide for an event for I mean, sure.
0: The only thing good that comes out of Adelaide is the road back to Melbourne. Oh.
1: Oh, Ouch. You won't be allowed to go to Adelaide. Ouch. <laughs> Oh my God. So I'll be coming to Adelaide next year. Craig won't be. But anyway, there we go. Now, the next one is the fabulous Auckland, 24th of November, uh, in the CBD in Auckland. I'm not sure of the venue, uh, but jump on the meetup page. Their LinkedIn page has got a link to the meetup page and register for that one. And again, we will be meeting, we're going to Auckland at some stage next year for one of their meetups as well. So, all of our friends across Brilliant. the Dutch get on and register. Register for that one, and all of our Adelaide friends jump in and head off to Adelaide. Craig will never go there. Um, <laughs> like, I'm a band, I'm a band, I'm from, a America, you're band from Adelaide.
0: <laughs> well, we've both got a places we just can't go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it for the meetups this week. So we'll be heading off to ATC and Smart Recruiters, Hiring Success, as well as November's HR, strange. LD. Uh, fest at icc in sydney so we have got a mountain of events and
0: coming if anyone up. has a christmas party they want to invite us to so long as it's not in adelaide we're all good well <laughs>
1: oh my gosh who am i working with today and by the way everyone um i am in the hunt for a new podcast partner <laughs> because i think it's time i traded craig in but anyway look it's a goodbye from me everyone
0: and a goodbye from me